Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Sierra. I'm Erica. Hey, I'm Steve. Hey, I'm El Jose. And today we are going to be talking about some 80s slashers. We're going to be talking about... Prom- I would say less known 80s slashers. Yeah. Except Prom Night. Prom Night's pretty big. But- um, we're going to be talking about prom- Sleepaway Camp's big, too. I was going to say, Sleepaway Camp is huge. Sleepaway, yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird, though. Um, we're going to be talking Prom Night, Sleepaway Camp, and The Mutilator. So- There's going to be a lot of dick talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> every every episode, <laughs> it's actually this Yo, is Dick Haven. Where's Larry? <laughs> we don't need him. No, dude, it's that strange show nowadays. Is the Dick Talk people? <laughs> Shoutouts, Angel. Love you, bro. So enjoy the episode. Angel. Woo. Oh, I thought you said Angela. I was like, uh, I, lo- <laughs> I love older Angela now. Doesn't she date the dude from what what, what member of CKY? Oh, I'm pretty, I'm sure. pretty she sure she's that. Uh, she's that mad monster when we met. Who? Alyssa Rose. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Fucking name. So, All right. um, let's start out with prom night. We'll go in um chronological order. Sounds good. So, prom night was released in 1980. It stars Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen. Yes. <laughs> it does um, not star Leslie Nielsen. Let's be real. Listen, <laughs> he's a star. Yeah. Um, it, was bullshit. It, it was directed by Paul Lynch and written by William Gray and Robert Guza Jr. Who? Robert Guza Jr. Uh, didn't he do Curt? Yeah, he did Curtains. Cool. Anyway. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> um, the movie, I'll again steal from Larry because we're totally ripping off creature features here. Um, plot summary off of IMDb. This one is from Matthew Pate. At a high school senior prom, a mass killer stalks four teenagers who were the- responsible for the accidental death of a classmate six years previously. Robin Hammond. One thing I noticed from all of these movies that we're covering, and I do want to put out here, there, um, these are slasher movies. They're very much whodunit type movies, except for The Mutilator. So we are oh. going to be spoiling these movies. Well, so kind of. Anybody who's listening... Um, <laughs> If you haven't seen these movies, we're going to be giving away the ending of the Guys, movies. they're from that fucking 80s. If you haven't seen them, it's your own problem. Even if you haven't seen them, we're going to ruin them, but they'll yeah. still watch them. <laughs> um, but I've Sleep noticed... Sleepaway Camp got ruined for me by Robot Chicken a few years ago. So. <laughs> Sleepaway <laughs> yeah. Camp is one of those things where like, I feel like everybody knows the ending. You don't need Except to see the movie. Zero. I'm yeah. so happy like when I saw it. Not jumping ahead, but I saw it when I was like 10, so... Steven was so really... happy when he was 10 and he saw a dick? No, well, because I didn't... <laughs> First Steven dick. was sitting there like, oh, Angela's so hot. No, 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 no. I was like, yo, I didn't get the ending ruined because, like, I wasn't really on the internet at 10. Like, I was just learning Google, but, like, you know, I didn't think to look up ending a sleepaway camp. And I just picked it up randomly because my grandfather was like, oh, sleepaway camp. I haven't seen that movie in forever. So I'm like, yo, let's grab it. So, yeah, the ending was a fucking crazy surprise. Um... One th- what I was going to say, though, one thing that I noticed with all three of these movies that we covered is they all have the same basic premise of something happened when these people were kids, and now there's a killer that's coming back to get revenge. revenge on them. Or Yeah, it's true. They are very much the same story in three yeah. different locations. Yeah, yeah, the exact same story in three different locations. We'll go with that. Um, One thing I noticed about Prominent, well... I just, we were talking to, I was talking to Sierra before we hopped on. Prom night is essentially a mixture of Halloween and Black Christmas. There's yeah. the creepy phone calls with the scratchy voice of Black Christmas, and there's the 
Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, whose sister died when she was younger, and her brother is the killer. It's like well, the exact yeah. same fucking storyline <laughs> of Halloween. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but there's so Pretty like much. literally, I think that I think that in the last since in the last year alone, I can think of four movies off the top of my head that completely ripped Halloween. Oh yeah. No. I feel like if it was if it came out of the eighties, it's a toss up. It's a toss up, but it, it's it's a fifty fifty Halloween or or some oh. sort of. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, yeah. yeah. Like, it's pretty, like, well, I down think the it's, middle. Well, I think it's fair to say that Halloween may be the most renounced of the slasher genre. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of people pull... Well, this movie... I will say inspiration. You may say copycats. Well, this movie also came out two years after Halloween, and this came out the same year as, like... Well, they were trying to write My out My Bloody success. Valentine, Friday the 13th, yeah. like, literally all of the I think copycat. the fact that they did it so similarly and then used Jamie Lee Curtis, it's like... Let's ride on the coattails. <laughs> Apparently, the movie like was getting the movie had trouble getting funding until mm-hmm. they. Changed. So well, I'm not surprised because she's super popular at the time. So yeah, that's. Just, Is it just it. me, or did all these people look way too old to be in high school? That's every slasher. First of all, <laughs> did we not? We covered this with friggin' Steve McQueen. Yeah. How are how are you sixteen and a senior unless that's a Canadian thing? They're graduating early. Well, the movie's set in Ohio. I graduated at seventeen. Is it? Yeah, they got Ohio flags in Leslie Nielsen's office for like literally no reason. Maybe it's Leslie crazy, Nielsen's because it was from shot Ohio. in Toronto, huh? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, Toronto. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I just can't believe guess. that a bunch of sixteen-year-olds are fucking seniors because like maybe I was it was junior prom. Huh? Maybe it was junior prom. Nah, they were all senior. Yeah, uh, but I... In the description. It was six years before, but it... Does it say that they're all 16? Because it could have well, been that the little girl was 16. She could be younger than them, yeah. That might have been why they were, like, bullying And she was really the... scared of them, so it might have been that they were just a couple years older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're right, you're right. That because be, because could... if you think about it, Jamie Lee Curtis was her sister, and they wouldn't be the same age unless they were twins. I'm going to say this yeah. movie is the most accurate depiction about how evil fucking kids are. <laughs> Believe like this me. whole this whole viewing for the episode, I got flashbacks to why I fucking hated school. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not even kidding. Like I'm like, I work with kids, and it's like, yeah, they are this fucking horrible. They would make a girl jump out of a fucking window in fear. <laughs> and yours are mini humans, so I'm like, I'm really concerned about the type of kids you work with. Yeah. So the opening scene of the movie, it's um a bunch of you kids. They're be. playing some version of hide and seek, except for the person who's it. Like, a normal fucking kid would play is the killer, and they kind of go, the killer's coming, the killer's coming, and hunt the other people down. Yo, that and, line is used in the Casey Strange song, I believe. Really? Yeah. Um, but they, they end up accidentally, like, they're, they all gang up on this little girl, and they're doing It this. was the a killer, pure accident. The killer's coming, the killer's coming, and the girl falls out of a window. No, they weren't saying the killer's coming, they're saying, we're gonna kill you! Or no, kill, saying, kill, kill, no, kill. No, they were saying the killers are coming. The killers yeah, are coming. Yeah, they started with the killers, and then they did the kill, kill, kill. Yeah, but when she jumped out of the window, they were just yelling kill at her. Yeah, they went from the killers coming, and then they started saying kill. That doesn't make sense, because the killers are already there. Yeah. Fucking idiot. This is what I'm talking about. Fucking kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> well, you see, what you're doing is you're trying to use actual logic. Logic doesn't work in the slasher version. <laughs> you right. I don't want the baby shark. No, this was a teacher shark. I don't Um, want it. I'll fucking kill you. The 
my biggest complaint with this movie was holy shit did this movie have the worst pacing I've ever seen in my yeah, life? Yeah, like nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing yeah. happened until the last like, like 20, 20 minutes. minutes yeah. And even then, the kills weren't. Okay, great. all I'm gonna say is right. Jamie Lee Curtis's and her boyfriend's dancing was killer. There was a 10 minute fucking they were dance in the middle scene. of the floor, just like mm, yeah. And you yeah. know what? But the 10 That's minute dance strong. scene was like. It was overkill. I am Guys, not gonna bullshit you. You just hate disco. I'm not gonna bullshit you. Yes. I fast forwarded. Yeah, fuck disco. I what? Who the fuck are you? Disco is 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 great. No, I'm with Steven Disco's on this one. Fucking trip. My First dad time. listens to disco. That's fine. Your dad's has the right to be wrong sometimes. My big issue with the music, if we're talking about that though, is that they used the same royalty-free music. <laughs> For 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's Whenever they cut back to the prom scene and everybody's just dancing around, it's the same, like, two, it's the same minute-long string of notes. It's, it, 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 I, am I, I don't, am I crazy? Cause no, I feel- you're right, and that's, I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I fast-forwarded through, like, the entire dance scene because no, I, I, I was it. just, I was just skipping through it. I was like, this is, I, at this point, we're an hour in and nothing's happening. No, yeah, it's actually, actually, it. no, it was really fun because they were actually, like, really, like, they, they were funny to watch. Like, not, like, when everybody was dancing, they were just going around prom, but when Jamie Lee Curtis, like, freaked out when she saw his ex-girlfriend come in, she's like, we gotta do something, and then they start dancing. Was like, okay, but this isn't a John Hughes movie. This is a fucking slasher movie. No, I was thinking yeah. more like Boogie Nights. Okay, it's not Boogie Nights. It's a slasher movie. Or maybe Grease. Marky Mark may have been able to save this movie. <laughs> but, oh, no, that was my biggest complaint was the pacing. And then, like, it, it all led up to this last 20 minutes of killings, and the kills weren't even that great. Like, yeah. And Alex is bad at his killering job. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> like, there was that point when he's chasing Wendy through, like, just the whole school, apparently, because he can't, uh, he's the one slasher in the world that doesn't have super speed. <laughs> and he, like... Teleportation she, powers. She, saw, she hides in a room, and he's like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I lost her then. And he walks out into the hallway, and then she knocks over a thing, and he, and then he's like, oh, shit, there she is. And she's... <laughs> And, he, and, he, and, and she gives herself away, and she keeps screaming. And it was like, come on. Hey, props, though. This is the most yeah. realistic killer we've had. <laughs> yeah, like, not pre- yeah. they're not perfect. Okay, wait, I have, I have a hypothetical question. Do you think if the kids did what they should have done and turned themselves into the police, that he, the brother would have gone after them for revenge later on? Yes. Probably not. Well, yes, because this is an 80s slasher, and nobody's safe. Yeah, no one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But Listen, maybe then it would turn into, like, a romantic comedy, maybe. I appreciate <laughs> Alex's motives, and I get it. And, like, I thought, like, the whole um, ski mask without the mouthpiece was a pretty cool look. Well, I was rooting for but, him in the movie. This yeah, ski same, mask, to like, me, looks like, glittery. Yeah. I was like, yo, go Alex, but to get to the last 25 minutes for anything to happen, just fucking blew. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on, I really want to like this movie right now, but it's yeah. just taking forever. I really like the setting. Like, I really like the opening, and I thought it was super creepy watching that, like, watching them in the abandoned school and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it bummed me out, because I feel like it had a really strong start. I had an issue with, the uh, with, um, you know, uh, I thought that it might have just been my crappy TV or something, but it kept going through the whole movie. My issue was, um, is the, 
is the lighting in the movie, does it look kind of fuzzy to anybody? Because when I was watching it, it kind of reminded me, I have like a really old phone case, and so I take really shitty photos that kind of look like it's, this is meant to be old filter. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but it was the whole movie, except for the times when they shot at night. Like, That's the, ironic. I kind of like, I kind of wanted to go in and just wipe the camera lens a bit. And was like, Here you, go. <laughs> you got a smudge there, buddy. It was cool two minutes. It was cool for the first two minutes in the flashback. Kind of I don't know. I watched. I watched a copy on um, YouTube, and it was pretty clear. The one I watched. It was, might just be pretty one. Was um, Kim siblings though? Robin and uh, what? Alex is that? Mm-hmm. Were they twins? Uh, Robin and Alex were, yeah. So I, I think that does make sense then with your question about them being 16. Alex was younger. That's why he wasn't actually, like, involved at the prom. Like, that's why he was supposed to be, like, helping out and shit. And I think Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis actually says, uh, like, to Nick, the boyfriend, is like, it would have been Robin's uh, junior prom this year. Like, she would have just been, like, a junior or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so I she- was just... I- when, the, when you read the description, it just kind of says, a, like, a bunch of 16-year-olds. So then I was like... So, yeah, yeah, way. it's misleading. Yeah. It's misleading. It is very misleading, but... Do you um, really like the plot, though, in the description? Yeah, like, right, right. Let's man, be real, though, like, they're all 32. Yeah. yeah. No, no, Lou. Lou, the bully? Oh, oh you mean... Straight up stereotypical uh, caveman-looking Was fucking, that the yeah. one who, like, straight up tried to, like, rape her in the middle yeah. of the fucking yeah, classroom? Yeah, yeah. That's like, old what? over there. Plus, he has gap teeth. Ugh. Yo, he has protruding eyebrows and everything. He has you a unibrow! Can... Yes! Yo, what about what about that fucking caveman dude in the van who, like, totally picked that girl up in the beginning? Yo, shut up. And then got him. laid up from. Yeah. Vans don't explode like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I guess we can go, like... I, I don't have much to say about the movie, so we could talk yeah. about the kills. Um... The, I don't know their names, but the one girl gets her throat cut, but yeah. it doesn't show it. It just shows her eyes, and she's ooh, fucking... Kelly. Dude, she always looked like she was about right? to cry at every yeah. scene. It was kind of weirding me out. Oh, I thought <laughs> I she was like... really pretty. She had, like, those really big eyes and that, like, really like... dark red lipstick. I don't know. I just uh, felt weird. Sierra always finds the babes. Caveman man... Caveman man with the flip van. Oh, that guy, yeah. Trouble without a brainstem, that's my favorite nickname for him. (laughs) Why has he got to wear a tuxedo, like the top half of a tuxedo and blue jeans? Because they're from Ohio. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was like husband tuxedo t shirts. Why couldn't he just have had that? That's like half the effort. I'm just picturing Letterkenny. Have you ever seen that? What? Letterkenny? No. Oh my god. Watch that shit. fucking hilarious but yeah it and then the the one guy his head was on the walkway of the that was my favorite bit that was probably the only good bit of this movie (laughs) that was the best shot of the movie i think it was funny too because he wasn't even supposed to die yeah oops he wanted him to he kind of looks like uh, he kind of looks like the bargain bin version of jaws from james bond (laughs) it's like (laughs) so uh we Oops. accidentally killed the biggest scumbag in the whole movie. Oops. Oops. By, oh, wow. by the end of the movie, I was like, I was done with this Dylan shit. Dylan was, was like legitimately yeah. angry at the movie last night. Yeah. Was so was Alex trying to kill Jamie Lee Curtis or her bo- boyfriend? No, boyfriend. 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 Okay. She was trying to get the axe away from him, 
And then she, she hit him with the, the axe, boy, and she but... she realized who it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't because he doesn't kill um, scumbag boyfriend when he leaves the changing room, and I don't think he even wanted to kill Van Guy, but he just like they just fought for the like... van, and, and he exploded. <laughs> Shit happens, man. <laughs> yeah, he's just collateral damage. Right but there. he got thrown out of the van like multiple times. And why just... <laughs> was the ski mask glittery? You gotta work with what you got. If all you have is a glittery You wanna know why? Seriously, was you it wanna know disco? why? You wanna know why? Why? Hold on, I got an answer. Some style. Because Leslie Nielsen is fucking Ric Flair and the glitter from his robe got on the mask. That's true. Shit, you might That's be onto something here. <laughs> can we put that, can we submit that to IMDb <laughs> as a fact? <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> the glitter on the mask is from Ric Flair's robe. That would be sick. Woo! I just okay, Woo! Ric Flair. We're not going back on the Ric Flair thing, Woo! but but Woo! his '80s hair is what Keegan needs. Like, I think Keegan needs to ditch the mullet, and we need to like we need to feather it, Ric Flair style, really no, bleach it blonde. I don't know. I really fucking love Keegan's mullet. It's still a mullet. It's just like shorter and more Farrah Fawcett and like blowed fucking. Yeah, back. but it's not gonna flow beautifully behind his motorcycle helmet. So First this... off, he's gonna have like a pickup truck with a. Cooler full of Coors Light. So this movie was produced by uh, Peter Simpson, who also produced... Homer Simpson? Curtains, who took over for the directing. Mm. So... Very... You you did a better job with Curtains, I'll give you that, guys. (laughs) Because there's a lot of... uh, Yeah, Peter and Richard Simpson, they both uh, produced this. You guys... What else do we want to say about this movie? Oh, I got something. So <laughs> El Jose coming in. <laughs> yeah. So like, it kind of weirded me out that Leslie Nielsen just kind of is there for a bit, but then halfway through the prom, kind of like he kind of like fucks off, and we don't see where he's where he is, and they're like, "Where? Where's Mr. Hammonds? Like, we don't know. Like, did he get and killed?" And they never explain it. <laughs> no, then they never explain it. I think I know why. So this movie started filming in August of 1979. Okay. And Guess what other movie Leslie Nielsen was in that started filming in August of 1979? Fucking, fucking Airplane. I was going to say, was it Airplane? <laughs> yeah. I would ditch this movie for that. Leslie Nielsen was just like, uh, yeah, I got to go film Airplane. So they were like, this is how we're going to write his character out instead of just killing him like a normal slasher. I wish more movies yeah. did that. Where did he go? I don't know. And it just never, brings, never brought up again. He was My, the best part he found about a new family and ran off. The best part of that though is that he's credited as like the main actor in the movie. <laughs> he's talking yeah. even on Wikipedia. Yeah. I wish that he had left a note that's like, I just got on an airplane. <laughs> had to take a flight out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's fucking rate prom night. I can't talk about this movie. I'm getting triggered here. Oh man. Alright. El Jose, what do you got? Um so I I was kinda pissed off that fucking Nick didn't die or at least didn't get a comeuppance in the movie and I was also kind of uh, I like that you said come up, comeuppance yeah well, he, I feel like he kind of needed something of it and then I was also kind of weirded out that the actors they picked to play the brother and the, the boyfriend were very similar looking so that's kind of that bothered me too yeah it was like I was creepy like, like do you like no. your brother mm. yeah like uh, what's going on so um, I think I might give this one. I I, I I wanted to like it, but I give it a five out of ten. Okay, Sierra. I'm so glad that 
Oh, Jose said that because I kind of agree. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie. We've definitely watched worse. Oh, yeah. I think that if they made the middle part interesting in some way, I don't know how, but add something into the middle um, or maybe just make it, like, shorter, like, way shorter, like, a short film shorter, it might be all right. It's just it's just really boring, and I honestly think the only point, point of this was to ride, ride off the coattails of Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis and... I mean, it probably worked in their favor to make money, so kudos to you, but I'm going to give it a five. It's right in that middle zone where it's, eh. I, if it was on TV, I could watch it, but I'm not yeah. I'm not going to strive to see this movie again. Steven? I um, think, yeah, obviously the, the pacing was horrible, and it sucks because I do, like, appreciate Alex and his motives, and I thought, like, the look was pretty cool, minus Ric Flair's glitter. Um, but <laughs> I thought that movie, added to it. <laughs> this movie just doesn't like it. Just doesn't do enough. It's yeah. it takes forever to get to the good shit. And it's not, uh, a, it's not a slasher until the last twenty minutes. Now let yeah. me ask: Have have any of you guys watched the remake or the sequels? No. Okay. The the I haven't watched any of the sequels. The remake was terrible. It's not worth watching. Just gonna put. Is that it the out same there. thing though? Do they start out with the same thing? I don't remember. I watched it when it came out, and I think it came out in, like, 2007. I'd be curious to watch it just to see if it does no, the same like, thing. I caught, uh, like, the first five minutes of it, like, when it was on cable. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of different story. So, basically, like, some girl is, uh, like, she's just getting ready for prom or something, and her creepy teacher has been stalking her and co- making threatening phone calls, so... The- She's, like, getting ready in her room, and then the teachers killed her whole family, and then she runs out of the house. And so a year later, she transfers to another school, but somebody's going to attack the prom and some shit. And it might be the old teacher. We don't know. It's a very, very loose remake, I think. Yeah, and it remember It's like, I, let's I, just take the name for popularity. I know that the killer... I know they did do that where they made it look like it was the teacher, but it ended up being, like, one of the, the students, but I... That it was a boyfriend. I, I don't remember that well. I, it's been I watched it when it first came out. So, but Stephen, continue. Uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna come in with a four point five on this one. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not the best slasher by any means. I'll go. I'm um, going last. Yeah. No, don't do that to me. Okay, you go. Okay. <laughs> no, want, it really doesn't matter because it's I I think it's just like. To me, it's a very generic slasher movie. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just kind of like... It's just... It's generic. I guess that's the best way to describe it. The it's people a needed a slasher. They like, didn't really care yeah. how. It's just... It's a slasher. Like, there's no... Nothing that makes it stand out, like, above the rest. It's very middle ground. Like which I like, because we... Like I, like I said to you guys, I feel like we've... We've been handing tens out like candy, and it's nice to have kind of that middle ground movie that's not, like, over-the-top impressive, where you're like, holy shit, best thing I've or ever seen. Or makes you want to gouge your eyes out Yeah, or it. exactly, yeah. makes you want to, like, off yourself ten minutes into it. But it, it's nice to have kind of that just, like, middle ground movie that you can just, you know, if it's on, great. If it's not, whatever. But it's decent, and when it is on, you're like, oh, this isn't so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to come in with a solid... I'll give it a 5-5. Five, five. Okay. Dill's gonna come in and be like, it's a one! I hate it! <laughs> no, I. My thing with this movie is like. The pacing is really the. I wouldn't even problem. say it's a generic slasher because a generic slasher typically has, like, you can enjoy it watching it. 
this the beginning the first like five minutes where it sets it up it sets it up to be an interesting story and then there's an hour of nothing and it's not like if you're gonna have an hour to build up to the climax build up to the climax don't just have like oh we're preparing for prom oh we're gonna have a 20 minute dance scene oh no build up the fucking story it, do you think it would have been okay if they cut out that whole because it was literally almost 20 if minutes they, if they do made you think it they cut that out because with the phone calls do you think that would be enough build up for you minus the dancing and then you know what take out like the little parts where the where Ali, oh, kim's boyfriend make it a short ex-girlfriend <laughs> is trying to get yeah. with with uh caveman looking uh, motherfucker make it make it a short film it this isn't a john hughes movie it's a fucking if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a teen drama, make a teen drama. If you're make, gonna make a slasher, it better be as good as The Breakfast Club. If you're gonna make a teen drama, make a teen drama. If you're gonna make a slasher, make a slasher. Don't try and blend the two because it's fucking boring. Yeah. People don't go into slashers and want to hear a fucking high school drama, boyfriend, what? girlfriend. What? No, you want to go to the slasher for body count kills. Yeah. Cause Scream didn't do that, Dylan. Oh wait, you like that movie? Scream was different. Scream is an art form. You don't talk shit about Scream. I'm giving this movie a... I second that. I'm giving this movie a four. You know what's weird, though? The girl that plays Wendy was married to Michael Crichton, and she co-wrote Twister. Twister's <laughs> a great movie. Yeah, Twister's great. Good job. Uh, Can the, we give it an extra point just for that? No, the average is a 4.8. If we include Twister, it's a 5.8. It's not a 5.8. It's a 4.8. <laughs> Erica, 4.8. Fair. Yeah. You gotta uh, say it. You have to say yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's fair. Okay. <laughs> Overall, it's just, it's a four. I think it could have been a little higher. I think it could have yeah. been, but it is fair. I mean, I would say five. Still pretty I, think, good. I, think I think a solid fair. five overall. Let's talk about Sleepaway Camp. Yes. Hey. <laughs> this movie had too much dick for me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sierra. It's wow. Like a second. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's way too much. Okay, so Sleepaway Camp was released in... I think it was not the fact that there was too much dick. I think it was the way it was used. It was just really weird. Okay, Sleepaway Camp was released in 1983. It was directed by Robert Hiltzik, and it was written by Robert Hiltzik. Um, It stars Felissa Rose as Angela, who... uh, Hang on, let me IMDB this fucking plot summary because I'm bad with these. God damn it. (laughs) They go to a camp and people die. Yeah, essentially. You're sleeping away at a camp. Um, Angela Baker, a traumatized and very shy young girl, is sent to summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone who is sinister or less than honorable intentions gets their comeuppance. It says comeuppance in the fucking plot summary! (laughs) Fucking El Jose with the words. Did El Jose write that? You wrote this plot summary. El Jose, be honest. Are you Dismal Angel? On IMDb. Uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the movie starts out with a little boy and a little girl with their dad on a boat. Um, there's a summer camp. These teenagers are being very irresponsible on a speedboat, and they end up crashing into the family. I hate when that happens. And you are led to believe that the brother and the the that the brother died. and the father died. Wait, no, the brother and the father did die. No, the no. daughter. The daughter. We're, we're led to believe. Yeah, yeah. We were led to believe that the but brother and the father died. The brother survived and went to live with his aunt, who who only wanted a daughter, 
She is a fucking psychopath, all right? I, that like, tattoo, too! I would not do! No, it would not! Crazy. Yeah, she I, like, I Anybody no that talks like that, by the way, is is automatically a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote notes during this movie, but my exact notes are, the fucking mom is psychopathic. She's fucking weird. I don't care who the killer is. She needs to be destroyed with fire now. Please. I tied a rope <laughs> around my fingers so I'd remember. And then she, like, <laughs> forgot for a second, and she's like... Oh! <laughs> yeah, I just like how she like called Angela! Vicky! I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna sound like a complete and utter fucking hypocrite right now. Because last. Uh, with Prom Night, I said if you're gonna make a John Hughes teen movie and a slasher, don't combine them. This movie fucking worked. I had so much fun watching Ricky fuck with the older kids. Yeah, and it, like just the like back and forth between I that think banter. That was because it was like comedic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that whole baseball scene, I was fucking. I Why were so these much. fucking teenagers getting so upset? Yo, yo, <laughs> when the, hold on. When the fucking dudes like eat shit, eat shit and die, Ricky and Ricky's like eat shit and live. I was yeah. like, damn. Sarah was like, that's a good comeback. I'm gonna start <laughs> using that. Taking that one. Yeah. Yo, Ricky's the fucking man. Although we have to admit, the real hero of this movie, fucking Mozart, right? Yeah. Like a Mozart with that catch. I, I, I want a Rudy-esque baseball movie just about that kid, uh, Mozart. <laughs> they, they tortured that poor kid, too. The whole fucking summer just teased the shit out of him. Oh. The poor kid. He, he was the new guy, that's why. Uh, oh, yeah. Nah, it's because he, yes. it he was a nerd. Look at him. Listen, have you guys ever been to sleepaway camp? No. No, fuck you. Who does that? We're not. Yo, I fucking, I fucking went. My mom thought it'd be a good idea. Oh yeah, it's just two weeks in this place in New Jersey called Star Lake. A fucking nightmare. <laughs> they, oh. uh, this movie was filmed in Glens Falls, New York, which I, I've been there. That's before. what's up. Yeah, yeah. Super um, pretty. Everybody sounds like the Fonz. No. Oh my god! So I was laughing. No, that doesn't. That that's that's because I'm assuming they're probably. Shipped down from Long Island. I was laughing because uh, about it. It was. It's been about a year now since we've covered the burning, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we we made fun of like non lubricated rubbers, and I was like, first it was the non lubricated <laughs> rubbers, now it's the what was it? You better get that bucket away from me. No, it's like a bucket of water. <laughs> a bucket of water. <laughs> I was fucking. Oh, I think shit, it was a pail yeah. of water. Yeah, a pail of water. Whatever the fuck he said, I was fucking dying like right out the bat. But um. Okay, wait. I need to talk. Okay. The uh, guy in the kitchen definitely deserved to fucking die. Absolutely. Yeah. What a st- like, fucking scumbag. What a fucking oh, yeah. scumbag. And I wish that they just told on him so that guy had the embarrassment of everybody knowing what a fucking scumbag I'm glad he they was. didn't tell on him. They should have fucking boiled... Th- I'm glad they boiled the shit out of him. I would have boiled the shit out of him and been like, yo, I boiled the fucking shit out of this guy and this is why. Fucking yo, scumbag. I love the effects in that scene. It's so... Yeah. Sierra so was burned you. alive as a kid, so yeah. she said that it's very realistic. Yeah, I had, I was like having oh, fucking shit. flashbacks to my, my three-year-old self with fucking with my skin falling off. Oh. <laughs> Every time Jesus. you bring that up, dude, it literally like it bugs me. Um, they used I, to peel it off at the dump. That makeup reminded me of uh, Bruce Willis's boils in Planet Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. definitely see that. They kind of pulsated a bit. Yeah. Yeah, when he like yelled, they got like the one on his cheek like expanded, like and I was like, "Oh, burst, burst, burst!" It like, didn't. Um. I was waiting for it. The casting for this was great. I wish Jonathan Tiersten, who played Ricky, went on to do like 
Like, they should have added him. reminds me of. They should have added him into the Goonies. I, I think that the casting was great because him and Angela did look like they could be related. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Angela looked like Devin Hammond. Karen Fields, who played Judy. Judy was just the most annoying fucking character in the world. Was oh, she God. the hell one? Yes. Yeah, I didn't like her. The hell one. I like that and they're like, did you see Judy's boobs? Mike Kellen as Mel. I loved Mel. The, the dude who ran the camp. Oh, yeah. He beat so, up Ricky. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about penis, dude. No, no. Oh God, short shorts. You legitimately see his dick the entire movie, and I'm like, how how is he allowed to wear that around children? Yeah. <laughs> like I just like, and it's like I'm not somebody who stares at crotches, but I couldn't stop looking at. I'm not somebody who stares at. Like, like, I stare at ass all, all day long. I don't care. I'll look at your butt, but your crotch is private to you. Siri is, is an ass man. In case anybody was wondering. I'd so, be fucking uh, bothered if a dick was in my face. <laughs> he was very Wait, nice. What did he say it cut out? Yeah, I mean, now we know how Paul feels. <laughs> um, so yeah, the first the first kill, we can go kill by kill for this. Um, sure. With the first kill was already like we said, he got he a boiling pot of. Okay, when water. we say a boiling pot of water, it was like a fucking four foot tall pot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was alive, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they, they they brought him out on the ambulance, so I guess he didn't die. I will hope the infection kills him. <laughs> yeah. Um the second kill was Kenny who got drowned. Oh my god, and... Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that that effect was cool when they found his body and yeah. the snake came oh, out of his mouth. Really yeah. That was really fucking cool. Um how long was he supposed to be dead, though? It looked like he was dead for a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just overnight. It could. Okay, I'm gonna go with like the reason why he looks so dead is maybe it got cold at night. Like New York, if it's like August, it it doesn't necessarily stay hot at night. Well, not only that, but he's floating in the water, so he's gonna get all fucking uh, wrinkly and grimy and shit and You're gross. And I mean, it looks like he had some bites taken out of him by some animals. So, His eyes yeah. were bleeding, which was kind of cool. Yeah, like, the, like just in the corners, like there's some blood build up there. It was really wicked. Yeah, the the effects, the makeup effects were again. He great. deserved it. He's being a dick. Um, yeah, Angela, why are you so fucked up? <laughs> yeah. Um, the guy, I don't remember his name, but the dude who got attacked by the bees. Oh yeah, uh, which. There he was, was like a, the leader of the clique. There was a tiny fucking bee's nest, and Sierra's like, would that many bees really kill? And then it shows him, and he's covered in bees. I was like, there would not be that many bees in that bee's nest. <laughs> um, how they, many did it take to get Macaulay Culkin, no, though? Okay, Come all on. I'm yeah, saying, you're right. Yeah, that was like only like 15, but he was allergic, okay? This oh. guy, though, like the bee, the, the bee stings were like fucking like boily, well, purple looking things. I think one of them, like, like, the like, bees were the climbing bees were out of climbing him. climbing out of him. I was like, okay, come on, man. <laughs> It was, like, nice makeup, but it was, like... <laughs> um, Meg, who got stabbed through the shower. That was cool. I thought How that was really cool. How the hell is she a counselor? I mean... <laughs> she's just, such a dick, she, right? She's terrible to everyone. Like, how is she a counselor, and why does she introduce herself by saying the name is Meg and spelling M-E-D in front of everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to teach you fuckers how to spell. What other <laughs> way are you going to spell Meg? Come on now. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to spell it for them. Um, there was Judy who got a curling iron where curling iron should not go. And they female... You don't know that. I do know that, Sarah. You are You are just assuming because you're a freak. I know. Well, he does... Her face does get covered, so clearly it's not going to go on her face, and you can just only imagine where else. Yeah. 
They opened it before they. No. Ugh. All I'm saying would, is that I that would, thing was wide open. I want to believe the more brutal way. You guys right? are gross. Men. It just makes the, the scene more fucked up. Um, I do want to talk about. I, I don't think. Oh, the only other kill in the movie, um, I believe, was was it was his name Paul? Well, the, the wait, guy. no, we're missing one. Uh, the the old man that ran the camp. He got the fucking arrow through the throat. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. yeah. Right. Um, I'm a little I, kid, but we don't really see them get killed. Yeah, I want to talk about. Yeah, that's right. They die in the sleeping bags. Yeah. Frank Frank the cop is what he's credited as. The dude with the obviously fake mustache. Why did they put this fake ass mustache on this dude? He was probably an extra in the background as a camp. It legit looks like it legit oh. looks like he might have had some like some like, little peach fuzz, and then they sharpied the rest in. <laughs> like electrical tape almost. Yeah. Does I actually remember when those were fashionable and not just like a telltale sign of of sex predators? It's like we oh, got, yeah, got Uncle Pico the cop over here, and he's just kind of showing up and was like, "Oh my god." This is terrible. <laughs> um, the this movie I, I did enjoy. It was this, fun. Is, this was my favorite movie out of the three that we covered this week. Um, I don't even act like that ending scene wasn't weird as fuck though. It was, but it was the only... like freeze frame of her like okay, so looking like a vampire with a dick out. Okay, so the Peter. <laughs> <laughs> that that scene, they had a skinny college boy with a mask made from Felissa Rose's face. So that's why it just stayed like... Yeah, that's why it stayed in that. And he he demanded that he be drunk before they did it. So they got him drunk, got him naked on the beach, and put a Felissa Rose mask on. Her mother, because she was 14 when this movie was filmed. And that was another thing that I really appreciated, too, was this movie actually used kids. Kids and, and, and not adults pretending to be kids. Yeah. Um... Her mom was uncomfortable with the thought of her being the killer, and that's why all of the kill scenes it shows the hands, and it weren't they weren't her hands. They were man's hands. Yeah. So um, one of the little kids, I'm bad with names. One of the little kids is Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore's brother. <laughs> what? Oh, it's his brother, not him. It's his brother. Oh. <laughs> that's still pretty cool. That is pretty. What funny. a claim to play yeah. this movie yeah. has. Uh, did you make that up? No, you that ass serious fact check. We left out. We left out one fucking part. Um, that one counselor that goes out camping with those kids. And he returns. I and think the kid's name was Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we, I can't believe. We, yeah, we glossed that over. But holy that, shit, that I didn't kind expect of, that. Bad that whole part too right? kind of like threw off the whole um idea, like the whole storyline. How did yeah. you? How did you find own... out that? The, I go. I was just like go. I was like researching the movie, and that was one of the fucking things I came up with. And I was like, "What?" The whole, and it was the greatest fact that I found out. So whole, I thought I'd throw it out there. The whole movie, she's killing people who are mean to her or cruel to her in some way, and then she's just gonna slaughter a bunch of babies. Not literal they, babies. No, they, I'm they, saying they little threw kids. Sand in her face when when they were pulling her out of the water. Mm-hmm. That's why. First off, nobody likes kids. There were, no, all, there was two kids that threw sand in her in her face, and there was three sleeping bags. One of them didn't deserve it. <laughs> wrong place, <laughs> wrong time. Sucks to suck. Yeah. 
Um, yep, so thanks. one of the facts that on IMDb says that there's a reboot of Sleepaway Camp that is planned to be released in 2018 or 2019. I hope they keep the day. God. Do you know that this movie had like six or seven different titles? Like every country it was released in, they named it something different. It also had five or six sequels. Five sequels, I think. I think it was five or six. Yeah. Uh, no, it might be six. Ricky, Ricky I think comes it's six. back in part four. Um, Sleepaway Camp 2. Is it the same actor? Yeah, it is. It's Sleepaway Camp 2, 3... Which is, it is also, it's four. Sleepaway and then three return. is titled Teenage Wasteland. Three is Sleepaway Camp for the Survivor, and then Return to Sleepaway Camp. And is then... the killer always Angela? Uh, up until yeah. part four, I, I've only seen up until part four. So is it like does does Felissa Rose? No. Come back? Oh, fun fact: uh, in Sleepaway Camp two and three, it's Bruce Springsteen's sister. Yeah. Yep. Weird. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the original art packet, like the packaging for this, um, was originally released and it had like a whole bunch of artwork in it and it was meant to look like a, um, like it was like a box, obviously, like the movie was in it and there was like artwork and it was meant to look like a, um, like a first aid kit Mm -hmm. and it had like a big red cross on it with like the bloody handprint and they got in like deep shit for it and had to pull it because the American Red Cross was, um, threatening to sue them. (laughs) That sucks. That's just <laughs> stupid. Like, you know how many people use that fucking giant red cross? Like, yeah. Not to mention, don't even get me started on the red cross because their CEO makes a shit ton of money. And realistically, like every dollar you donate to the red cross, I think like they maybe get like nine cents of it. Um. So there was a shot of Judy's dead body that was cut by the MPAA because it was too grisly. Oh. Um, oh. One thing that Sierra pointed out in the beginning of this movie, and it's a very good question, was it is very clearly late fall by the color of the trees in this movie. Yeah. And they're going to summer camp. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's because, you know, when it came time to filming, that's with a lot of, uh, even the Friday the 13th and all that shit, uh, they had to film when camp was out of season. Okay, but at least get some shots of the camp over the summer. Over the summer. The only time time it... The like only B-roll. time it shows that is the beginning title credits where it's like showing the overhead. We're filming somewhere that well, doesn't have four solid fucking seasons. There was a fucking movie, I can't remember what that we covered, where they literally painted the leaves of the tree. Like they We didn't cover it. it. That was like Dirty Dancing, wasn't it? One of the Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what it was. No, I thought Halloween did that too. I they felt had like to it was Halloween. Halloween did. Yeah, no, Halloween yeah. did it with that. the leaves. See, they they paint you can like, it's fucking They had to paint some of the leaves. Make this and, like, fucking like, accurate, else. although it was really nice to see New I feel like it's fall. just a lot of work to, to paint like, leaves. A lot of unnecessary I'm picturing work. I'm picturing Alice in Wonderland and the playing cards painting the roses. It's like I was Bob to, Ross. I was trying to defend it too for a few Have minutes. Stroke. <laughs> I was trying to defend it as like, well, like, what, when could they be going to camp? And I'm like thinking, like, no, like you need to be, like, it would have to be it like be mid, green, mid yeah. to like September for it to be showing. Yeah, up. and nobody's going. They're all in fucking school. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Um, the canoe flipping scene. That is it. Kenny, is that yeah? yeah. Name? He yeah. lost like a huge fucking chunk of his hand. What? When the canoe flipped, there was like a sharp rock that was right there, and it pinned his oh. hand between the canoe, and he lost like oh, a shit. huge chunk out of his fucking hand. And they had to rush him to like a like a local hospital, but the hospital's kind of like in the middle of nowhere, and nobody knew what to do. Like he got there, and the doctors were like, uh, like they had no idea what to do with it. On um, the B scene, there was they made a the dummy ten stingy of boys. Billy. Yeah, there's ten stingy boys. Um, they made a dummy out of Billy, or a dummy of Billy, and they made it with a sugar mixture that was applied to the face 
that drew the bees in. Does that dummy have a different color haircut? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure when the dudes are going into the bathroom, he's blonde, but then the dummy has black hair. <laughs> Probably. Good <laughs> question. Overlooking. Maybe they should have painted the hair. Probably. <laughs> Good catch. Um, for Artie's severe burn sequence, the actor was propped up on a fake floor and underneath liquid gelatin was pumped through the blisters, giving the impression that they were pulsating. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool trick. Yeah. I feel like Angela was way too feminine to be believed as a boy. She was, like, had, like, a little girl voice. A little, like, hi. Oh, you know, the mom is, like, well, I guess the aunt in her case. Like, the aunt's, like psychopathic, you know, go for yeah. Peter to be, to, 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 I don't know, do any number of things so that he can turn turn into Angela. I love the, Yo, uh, I'm gonna go and say that, uh, Paul is, like, the early adaption of a fuckboy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of Fair. my notes for this movie is, when you say really, you probably don't actually mean it. <laughs> yeah. He was, no, I don't know, he like, forced himself on her way too much. I was like, yo, relax, bro. One thing that I want to say is, uh... It was kind of fucked up, though, like, her knowing her secret, not being like, yo, I'm a dude. Like, that's fucked up. You can't kiss somebody and then be like, mmm... Mmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that should have... That information should have been shared prior. That's why you should wait until after marriage to kiss anybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you're locked in. Yeah. Exactly. You Where can't you leave me now. You might as well just enjoy it. Um, one thing that I... Thought was Paul though. He got ahead in life. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> one sorry, thing that I, I think was it. effective for this movie was the like flashback, I guess, scenes with um where Angela. Angela yeah, where the entire background was black. Like, Why do you think it was important was to reveal that her father was gay? Um. Because uh... like it's kind of trying to be like, oh, her aunt forced her to be a girl. Like, like, the whole thing is, like, her aunt's fault, but then it's like, oh, and her father, like, was there supposed to be some significance with her father being gay? I I think that, like, because we kind of, we meet the boyfriend already in the first, at the beginning of the movie. I think it had more to do with the fact that she walked in on them, like, like, having sex. What I thought was weird, too, is that she seemed like, she kind of yeah, put but off they, the... Yeah, they, they but they never put off the impression in the beginning that it was the father's boyfriend. It was just like... But it, it, that, I, I think that's kind of unimportant, and I also think it's kind of... I don't know. When Angela and Paul were, like, kissing, mm-hmm. she had that, like, flashback, and it looked like... I, I got the impression that it was insinuating that the brother touched her when they were kids. Because it shows both of them sitting on the bed, but then you find out that she is the brother, so it's like... I thought, I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with her trying to figure out her sexuality, but like, I don't know, I'm just a little confused by the flashbacks. I think like, showing the the aunt being, um, manipulating her into becoming a, a girl... I think that was important because you're getting an understanding of her as a character. Of, like, her yeah. character So I'm, I'm thinking that the only thing that would make sense is, like, her understanding that there is different sexualities. But uh, that, the reason so, I say I think... I think it's good... I think that was a decent, like, shot at character development, though. Like, because a lot of, like, for me, anyway... That lacks, yeah. But even, like, slashers, though, they it's it's more about, like, the kills and the gore to and me than attempted, it is about the character development. Attempted, so yeah. it was kind of nice seeing that. I feel like this movie, was... actually, especially with Angela, had a lot of character development. Yeah. Because even from the beginning, you instantly have... She witnessed her father and 
sister. <laughs> I'm. It's very confusing when you are like trying to explain it, but she, trying to you know, she it witnesses out. her family be killed, and then you you know that her aunt um made her be a, a female. So yeah. like you know her father, like you know a lot about her particularly. We know a lot Which about Ricky, odd, but Ricky wasn't going to be there that weekend. So this is my thing with that. So like the way that they kind of did her character development, like you feel bad for her, mm-hmm. but like they yeah. developed it in a way that's almost like you're empathetic with her. Like mm-hmm. you, you feel her, you understand why she's doing it, which is super fucking odd for me for a slasher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everybody that died kind of deserved to die. They were like, yeah, the thing but it's is, like, though, which is very odd for a slasher. Like, usually, like especially like campy slashers are just out for fucking kills. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So I think I think the only problem that I have with how everybody deserved it is like this movie made a very unrealistic experience because nobody's like that vicious. Girls are going to be catty and they're going to talk about you behind your back if they don't like you. The girls aren't going to just be straight up like, you're a bitch, get in the water, go swimming, why aren't you, why are you so weird? Like, they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, wow, she's really strange. Like, I'd low-key talk to Erica about that in a corner while we were staring at her. Like, it wouldn't be something that's, like, up front and, you know, like, what I mean? Like, that's not a general experience. Girls are, like, catty. They're not going to be that vicious up front, generally speaking. It's very unrealistic that everybody was just... Straight up, like, oh, you're yeah. weird. Let's be vicious to you for no reason. That was a little out there for this movie. Yeah. That's the thing, though, with slashers. They don't really try to make... The I don't think anything's like, realistic, I guess. They don't really make them likable or, like, develop them too much. In this movie and in Prom Night, we kind of get more of a... kind of get more of a reason to root for the killer in, in yeah. these cases. Yeah. So, that being said, let's talk about ratings, because we have another movie to talk about. <laughs> ratings. El Jose, what you got? <clears throat> so, um, I, uh, I stand by my, uh, statement, uh, well, I stand by my Facebook post saying that, uh, watching this movie is, uh, kind of like the Arthur Fonzarelli School of Dialects, uh, <laughs> half the people I thought sounded like, uh, the Fonz. But um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I'd uh, I'd never seen it before, even though I knew the ending, because it's kind of like whenever you talk about Sleepaway Camp, you talk about the dick. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> whenever you talk about Friday the Thirteenth, oh, Jason's a thing. It's, it's that's it's kind of it. So um, the dick was the killer the whole time. <laughs> dick was the killer the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Did you say the dick was the killer the whole time? I did. You did. <laughs> But isn't he right, though? Uh, Freud would have a field day with this conversation. But, um, no. uh, One thing that kind of threw me off for a bit was that their random fades to black, almost like the thing's going to commercial break. I don't know. That might have just been the copy I have, but, um, I don't know. That was kind of weird. But, anyway, aside from a couple issues I had with it, I really liked it. I'll give it an 8. Well, what'd you give it? An 8. Uh, I overall I like this movie. There's like it's not gonna be my favorite just because yeah, you know, once you've seen a slasher, you've seen not every slasher, but you've seen you've seen a good majority of it of its thrills. Um, I think that uh, it was it would have been cooler not knowing the ending, which I didn't know the ending until halfway through. 
yeah, I think I would have been more surprised. But that end scene killed me. It was like, I like felt like she was like Nosferatu with a dick. So it was like, like her, she just sitting there with her mouth wide open. She like threw a head. Nosferatu with out. a dick. Which I, I don't know why they, they chose to have her mouth open. Like they could have made a mask of her just Didn't looking just angry look, and turning. She yeah. legitimately just looked like. Like her eyes were like looking up and her mouth was wide open. She yeah. looked like she was hissing. Yeah. Like yeah. it was weird. It was awkward. And uh, I thought her character through the whole movie like being really awkward and, and quiet was creepy enough, and I thought, thought that it made it kind of obvious. Like, I don't think anybody... Like, you might throw out ideas of who it could be, but, like, from the beginning, it it, it, it sets it up to where you know it's Angela. So I would have liked it if it was a little bit more mysterious. Um, but, I mean, all in all, I think it was I think it was a very fair movie. I would say a 6.8. Steven. 6.8? You act like uh, I gave it a 3. That's a very okay rating. <laughs> It's almost a yeah, seven. I, I'm <laughs> fucking with you, Mr. Critical. Um, That's me. I, I fucking love this movie. Like, this this movie's a fucking gem. I'm so happy that when I saw it, I had no idea about the ending. It was a first watch from start to finish. And the ending just fucking, like, blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck, you know? Because, like, ten years old seeing that, it's kind of a mind fuck, to be honest. Um, and I love that she's, like, doing that deep, fucking, creepy, heavy breathing, too. It just adds to the effect of the reveal. Yeah. Ricky is awesome. So, uh, the special effects were pretty awesome as well. I think I'm gonna come in with an 8.7. 8.7. Did you just throw the cat down the stairs? What? No. Did really? Okay. <laughs> he, he threw it down a stair. <laughs> oh. Okay. What was it? 8.7? 8.7. Alright, Erica. I thought it was pretty good. I like the character development for, like I said, for like a slasher. Um, What really won it for me was uh, the Snituations, brother. Um, (laughs) That fact. That fact right there. That killed it for me. Um, I liked that. I thought it was really good. It's it's one of the better... Like, I, I like slashers. I think that a lot of times they get repetitive. Yeah. And like especially like eighty slashers, and I like I like campy movies to, I do I like them because like, I like that feeling of like, summer in New York being in the woods and like ghost stories and then people go missing. I like that. I think it's fun. Um, but I do like as much as I like slashers. I I think that a lot of them get like repeated. You have a lot of repeated themes and. It gets, like, to the point where it's, like, overkill, but I think that this was, this was nice, and, like I said, the character development was kind of refreshing, um, and they did a good job of it. Uh, overall, I think it was, it's, it's a really good movie. Um, I'm gonna come in with a, I think it's 7.5. Alright. Alright. So, to me, this movie... I would compare it to Friday the 13th and The Burning. I feel yeah. like those, this Friday the 13th and The Burning are like the three core campy camp slash movies. camp yep. slasher movies. That being said, this is my least favorite of the three. Of oh, those three, yeah. But it was still a good I like movie. I The Burning a lot. It was a good movie. Um, I think I gave Friday the 13th 
an 8 when we covered it. And I think I gave The Burning like an 8.5. So I'm not going to rate it above what I gave them because I do think that those are the better movies. But this was good. Um, it had good character development. I really liked the... I liked the back and forth between the characters, like Ricky's, like all the younger kids fucking with the older kids in the back and forth. Like it made it fun to watch. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I, I think I'm gonna agree with Sierra and give it a six point eight. Yell at yell at him now, Steven. Go. God damn it, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you. God damn it. Thank you. All right, so that gives it an average of a seven point six. Fair. 7.6, Erica says it's fair. It is, because I gave it a 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Only yeah, no, I mean, I, I, could, I could agree with the overall rating, for sure. The Mutilator, a.k.a. Fall Break. Fall Break. <laughs> fall Break. <laughs> I have to look... you, uh, Dylan Sear, give a little backstory of your uh, well, weekend escapades? So the movie was written and directed by Buddy Cooper. Oh, we will. Who was a, uh, a law student at the time. And decided to make a movie because he thought that it would be a good business opportunity. <gasps> knew nothing about making movies. Boy, was he wrong. <laughs> oh. knew, knew nothing about making movies. Um, he estimated that the movie would be, I think it said he estimated that it would be like $80,000 to make. And it ended up costing $450,000 to make. Wow. Um, the movie was shot about 30 minutes from our house. On Emerald Isle in Atlantic Beach. So we, Sierra and I went um, last weekend to check Wait, out I want to talk about our the <laughs> filming locations. I just want this. So there we were, <laughs> driving down on Emerald Isle, which is, we go there pretty, not so much this year, but we go there, we go to the beach every now and again when we feel like we want to get burnt. <laughs> and um, this, the street that is on is Glen, Glen Street. But this this street is off of Money Street. <laughs> and let me tell you, those trailers that you see are not there anymore. No? No. Okay, we were on... There is rich people with limos that live there. We were there. on a narrow-ass street going to look at this beach house. And there's a cafe right there. There is no it. outlet. Mm-hmm. There's no outlet to turn around. So there's yeah. people walking. There's people getting in limos and shit. There's these giant fucking beach houses. And everyone's just looking at our car like... Who like are that. these people and, and why are they here? So we turned, we left, <laughs> and we went to um, the public library, which was like five minutes away, which is where they filmed the opening scene, yeah. where they're like hopping in the car, and they're just like, oh, let's, you gotta let's drink a beer, because the, the car won't start, so let's yeah. open some beer, which is funny, because they start out there, and then they go on this huge road trip to get to the beach house, where in reality, the beach house was literally like four minutes away from yeah, that, that exactly, location. Exactly, four minutes <laughs> And they, they turn the wrong way. They turn to go yeah. to Beaufort instead of going to Emerald Isle. They go down the road and they make a right, but the they beach house, made a left. you go to the left. And it's literally like you go so, to the left and then maybe you that's why the right, you take a, a left. Maybe that's why it took them so long to get to the beach house. Cause... Yeah, it looks like they ended up in like fucking uh, Goldsboro for a little bit there. No, they they down so they could play the song. It was cool. Yeah. Though. It was cool. Yeah, that's true. It was cool. I hope there's no like copyright on that song because I want to put it in this fucking episode. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, no, we're not a fall break. It's cool though because um, the whole movie like when they're walking on the beach and you see the pier in the background, that's and stuff, like Bogue. that's the pier where we go all the fucking time. Yeah, Dylan caught a shark there once. Yeah, so it's really cool to uh 
it was really cool to see all of that. So that being said, that was one of the only cool things about this movie. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled by it. <laughs> no, okay, wait, hold on. Sarah picked this movie. I want to put that out there. I was really excited because it was filmed around here. Okay, and there are, I think that there are good parts to this movie. I think it's really cool um, when they show, is everybody still here? It got really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure. Um, we're, we're giving you an opportunity to talk. <laughs> so I liked um, when it opened up with him like cleaning the gun and him accidentally shooting his mom when he was a little kid and then his dad like disowning him pretty much. I really thought that was a really cool setup for like, okay, so his dad's going to be the killer and want to get revenge on him. Got it. Cool. <laughs> and then I thought the beach house was super creepy with all like the fucking fish on the wall and then the picture of the guy he hit on the skis. <laughs> like I thought that was kind of interesting. It was really creepy. I think that it had like a good vibe. It just like it somewhere it just dropped the ball, and I don't know exactly where because like even the the special effects makeup wasn't terrible. No. I just feel like you didn't really care about the characters. Like it was like eh okay like whatever. Oh my god, they were yeah. some of the worst. Now I get it. We um, come the slashers to watch the body count. But wow, these actors were just fucking beyond. They weren't um, actors, that's why. The only the only other thing yeah, I would give this well, movie besides noticing locations was the makeup, and the makeup artist was um, Mark Shostrom, who did the makeup for Nightmare on Elm Street Three, Evil Dead Two. Um, so yeah, so like the he, makeup was, was really, really good, good yeah. and like the kills yeah, were really was. cool. The kills. Absolutely, for sure. I think that this movie may have had some of the cooler kills out of the three. It's just like. The plot line <laughs> was, yeah. it was, oh yeah. my god. I think it's really hard, too, to make the beach scary. Like, yeah. That yeah. location. I think the most. In the way that they did it, like, Jaws, obviously, yeah, because is... it's it's a true fear of being in the ocean, but I just don't think, when you think beach, beach you don't yeah, think killer. yeah, it's not. You're thinking, like, when you're thinking, like, horror, especially, uh, the one thing I will give it, I think it's unique, obviously, yeah, because when you think slasher, unique. you think in the middle of the fucking world. We got a cool you're car. Not expe- yeah, you're not expecting it at the beach. I think that the the biggest thing for me, I think the most redeeming quality was that it was filmed here. Yeah. It's what made it interesting to Which me. is why I'm kind of curious. Because it's like you're looking for locations that you know. I kind of want to, like, I'm kind of curious to hear... Jose and Steven, your guys' opinion on it because you don't have that factor, so yeah, that, I feel like, like yeah. that's swaying our opinion a little bit. A which lot, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't even say a lot because yeah. I still didn't enjoy the movie very much. It was, um, the way it's the lower end out of the three, out movie. of the three, it's definitely lower for me. Yeah. Um, I feel well um, now that you guys go for it. Finish here. No, no, no you finish first, and then I'll go. Oh, All you're right, gonna well, say uh, okay? You <laughs> <laughs> we, we suck. Oh, fucking dick. All right, no, I, now that you explained that a fucking law student directed it, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Like, clearly, all right, it was a good idea to hire the makeup artist that did it because uh, the kills and the gore effects were amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. But all the characters just felt very fucking awkward. Mm-hmm. The way the story gelled was just kind of weird. And it now makes sense because I didn't. I don't know this director's background, but seeing yeah. that he's a law student, like what the fuck does he know? He never about did anything. Else, well, he right? he ended up. Um, they shot this movie in 29 days, and they shot it in sequence. So you know the first from scene, beginning first, to yeah. end. Um, yeah. I wonder what there made then, a law student say, "Hmm, how big the 80s were," and he thought he saw it as a business. Yeah, I, yeah. that's more of like a. 
some like you know like a fucking accounting student, Dylan. <laughs> um, but he uh, maybe he was laundering it for maybe he was I using. Mean, you'd it have to, to hire a lawyer. Um, but. It, Legal battle? He knew how to get the rights to that song. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't use that song because he knows he knows what he, what action to take it. there. But um, it no, ended up taking six cool. six months for post production because he had no idea what he was doing. What he was doing. So that sucks so bad. Could you imagine? Like you're so proud of yourself because you like filmed a movie after law school. You know, mm. at being bored to death for fucking eight years. And then you're like, well, now what? Because I, you know what I mean? Like, you have mm-hmm. no clue how to fucking do anything. Yeah. It, it's interesting, and... Didn't it end up costing him a shit ton of money, too? Well, it, it, that's what I said. It ended up... The budget ended up being, like, $450,000. I wasn't... Holy shit. That's... Talk about way over fucking and, you know, budget, right, like, guys. The banks were like, I don't know if we're gonna loan this to you. <laughs> Half a million dollars on a fucking beach-themed 80s slasher. Um, I'm looking to see... I want to know what bank he pitched that to to get approved. Well, his I, I guess his bank was, like, really hesitant on... Yeah. Um, the budget... So, we're on, on IM... Or not IMDb. On Wikipedia, it says the budget is estimated $1 million. Um, but the I have a book that, like, covers all these slasher movies, and it says on there that it was 450000 So, um... I'm not able to see anywhere, though, how much it made theatrically. Like, there's nowhere that says how much it made. Or if it it made might not have that. been released. The- it was re- released theatrically, but it doesn't have a... It's $2. I, yeah. think, I think if we, you know, thinking about how we feel about this movie, picture watching it on Emerald Isle on, like, a screen there. Like, it, I think it would change the experience and make it more fun. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. like going and seeing um, Jaws in the Water. Jaws in the Water, or even when they do the um, the Town the Dreaded Sundown. Mm-hmm. They do that one in uh, or Texarkana. See, or see what is what's that fucking hippie movie that they filmed on Rosendale <laughs> with fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan? I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I'm like peace and misunderstanding. Yeah. Fucking god. Um, I have one question. Yeah. Real quick. Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to have that goofy motherfucker Ralph sped up when he said, I'll be right back? <laughs> and that's some Buster Keaton shit. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck They were just was making that? sure. They knew the movie was boring, so they were making sure you were paying attention. <laughs> I was like, what? This was the second movie... The two out of the three movies that we covered for this episode involve someone dying by getting something shoved in their vag, and it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah. At least it wasn't shoved in a pee hole. I feel like that would be worse. Shove the swizzle stick in your pee hole. <laughs> Legit shoved a hook up there and came out the stomach. Alright, that's another yeah, thing that I have with fucked. this movie. Oh, yeah. Why killers, everybody gotta go after the vagina? The, Killer's main weapon was a battle axe. Yes. First off, metal as fuck. Okay, all I'm saying, though, is, like, wouldn't it have made more sense to use that huge fishing hook or a harpoon? Like, go He was saving that for things like, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. I gotta say, though, I'm confused. Listen, he was... Oh, it is. 
Go on, Jose. No, I'm confused by the killer's motive, because, like, first off, the, like, the kid accidentally shoots his mom. All right, fine. That's That, 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 that makes kind of sense. But the dad doesn't call anybody. He just, like, he shows up two seconds later, and he doesn't call the police. So it's kind of, it, you know, like, he doesn't do anything to help the situation. But well, then Rice thing, went to kill all the friends. My thing is, like, why did he wait... I love that it so wasn't a long... secret either. Everybody knew that he killed his mom when he was a kid on accident. Yeah. yeah. Like, why did the dad wait until years later and then decide, you know what, come to the fucking beach house, bring your friends, and we're going to have a go at it. Maybe, yeah. like, the loneliness <laughs> drove him to insanity, you know what I mean? Like, And he was also drinking, like, there was tons of open yeah. bottles of alcohol. You know, depression plus alcohol is never a good idea. I feel like they just wanted to give a motive, so they were like, yeah, he killed his mom when he was a kid. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool, though. Like, I just thought it was... It was cool, but, like, it what, what would have made more sense, and, would, like, if his dad got arrested for killing his mom, and his yeah. dad got out of jail, and then yeah, came for revenge see, on that him. that would have been yeah, cool. That, that would have made more but sense. But I just didn't think about it, Dylan. They probably just didn't come up with that idea. I just came up with that in yeah, two seconds, Sierra. fucking... Lawmaker, or lawmaker, lawyer, hey, whatever. What if the law? What if that was? <laughs> what if that was? What if that was the original thing? And the the writer director was like, "Well, he wouldn't have gotten off on that technicality, so we need, you know, we need to make sure that this makes more sense." I have one. <laughs> I have right. I have another complaint. Who the fuck goes swimming in a pool when you are on beachfront property? Well, it's fall break. This Dude, guy, yeah, it's yeah. fall break. Do you know how hot it is in September and October in North Carolina? Well, it's hot they as might hell not, here. Yo, I don't, I don't swim in beaches, so I would take a pool. For That's because sure. you're, you're a, a scaredy cat. Well, I don't after swim this in movie, but a pool, to be honest. After mm. this movie, the chemicals are bad for your hair, though, Stephen. Sorry, because uh, apparently the pool is full of chlorine, and chlorine kills herpes. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and that's important. We um, had to know that. Fact. It was like it was almost like he's like, "Hey, baby, I have herpes, but don't worry, we're gonna do it in a pool. <laughs> you won't catch it here. Chlorine um, will kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you can't get pregnant in a pool either." For the record, Buddy Cooper did not make any more movies after this, so I guess the, uh... His like fucking his name. name! Buddy Cooper. Be, I wish that he did make movies. Buddy Cooper's a great name. Um, the original script had Big Ed dying by being ripped in two on a turnstile bridge. Not but Big Ed. But they said that the stunt was too... Expensive? What's a turnstile yeah. No, too dangerous. The oh, really? No, yeah. that's a drawbridge. Oh, wow. What's a turn? I'm thinking turnstile. When I hear turnstile, I think turning. Is it a bridge that goes like? I think it's turnstile the band. Cause uh, that's a drawbridge. <laughs> Ones that come up and down is a drawbridge. Get your step on. Non-stop All I can speed. think of is the fucking my first hardcore song when you said "Get your two step on." On <laughs> <laughs> um, the climax of the movie was shot in a single night, so they did the entire climax in one night. Wow. Did anybody else feel like they were playing, like, the Cheers theme song whenever they were, Yes! Like, yes! They were playing the Cheers theme song! I said that, Dylan! They were! It was the Cheers theme song, and I was, like, thinking that. I was, like... 
or something that sounded like exactly like it. I I know that when I heard it, I was like thinking like, don't you want to go where somebody always knows your name? Like, like, I definitely heard it. I agree. (laughs) It's probably it's probably like. So this movie is boring. Yeah, this movie is very boring. (laughs) That's the problem with it, and it's like I wanted it to be good. Thirty-five minutes in, and we finally get a dead college kid. (laughs) It's the same problem as fucking prom night. It's like the exact same issue. I think it was literally a mixture of everything. There was no like no motive. It was slow. The acting was bad. The killer, like we knew who the killer was right from the start. So there's not like it was a mystery behind that that kept you guessing. Yeah. Just some fucking old dude running around with a battle axe. <laughs> I like that he was like sleeping in the garage. I feel like he was playing Golden Axe on on the Sega. I was just like getting real pumped, and then he was like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking go fuck shit up." Finish. It seemed weird how like, um, the main dude, the guy that killed his mom, was like. Ed Jr. Uh, that, that's another thing. You named him Ed Jr., so you have Big Ed and Ed Jr. Yeah, but it's like... <laughs> yeah, great, great character names. <laughs> he seems very, like, not worried that somebody has a battle axe running around. I like how they were like, oh, if there's, we'll ask if he has a battle axe, and if he doesn't, then we'll call the police in the morning. Yeah, like, why don't you just, like, do that right now? I guess, like, he wasn't going to answer. Let's rate this yeah, fucking movie. I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Jose, Jose, what you got? So, wait, I gotta say something before I rate Okay. The movie. If you go on YouTube right now, mm-hmm. it's the movie's on YouTube. Yeah. But there's a comment that goes through and has, like, a little commentary on bits of the film. The mm-hmm. best comment on that YouTube video right now is, in reference to our main couple, the like, Ed and his girlfriend... You two have the hormonal eroticism of an elderly couple pre-ordering tickets to a Pat Boone concert. <laughs> I don't know who Pat Boone is, but that works for me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should rewatch this movie with that that commentary and enjoy it a little bit more. <laughs> also, apparently, the main guy is a voice on Pokemon. What? Yeah, apparently he like he's a gym assistant or something. How does Dylan not know this? Dylan's a Pokemon master. He's like upset right now. I'm about, to, like, I'm about to hit this guy up and be like, yo, how do you become a voice actor for an anime English dub? I'm fucking Matt Mittler. Help your boy out. Yeah, he was on 16 episodes. He played the gym assistants. <laughs> All of them? Apparently. He, he's every gym's assistant. El Jose, please rate this movie so we can stop talking about it. Um, I was really bored by this movie. Um, I, I was more confused by a lot of things. It was kind of like in prom night where, um, where the brother and the boyfriend look very similar. It's weird (laughs) because two of the main, uh, female characters in this movie dress almost the same. And like, I have bad eyesight, so I was kind of confused as to who was talking for for a bit. (laughs) Uh, movie's not well made. Kind of like Manos the Hands of Fate, where some random dude decides, I'm going to make a movie, because that's easy to do, and then just kind of fucks it up. Yeah. Um, kills are pretty good. Makeup's good. I'm still confused as to how a man can get torn in half and then still live to cut off a cop's leg. <laughs> what? He likes <laughs> to party. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's not a hero there. Um, I'll, I, I will give this movie um, a four. 
and it gets that four mainly because the theme song was out of place but very catchy. <laughs> Fall break. Ah, <laughs> uh, I didn't absolutely hate it. It was boring, it, but it, I feel like I'm giving it unfair pointage because I just think it's cool that it was filmed around here. Um, and the house is pink now, by the way. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, they did like they went the whole like now nowadays beach theme with it. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was horrible. Um, what a bummer though! Like a break from your stressful tests at school and you all get killed. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Like we I can feel I can feel sympathy for that. What? You don't have to pay your student loan after that. That's true. That might be. What the fuck? <laughs> that Do might be better than than surviving. <laughs> I just paid off my school loans. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, you know, there's nothing amazing about it. And honestly, I watched it two nights ago and I've already forgotten, like, the whole end and middle. <laughs> I remember the beginning when they got there. And I remember the trophies. And I remember the vagina kill. The part where they were the at the uh, the part where they're at like the restaurant in the beginning, and there's the, like random beeping going on. I think it was like yeah, somebody. Yeah, it, it, like, it sounds like seriously, like it sounds like fucking '90s internet. What is this? <laughs> yeah, <it was> really <laughs> dial up. <laughs> it was like a combination of an arcade game and dial up all at the same time. I don't fucking know. It was a weird. It was just like weird. Like nothing felt mm, believable. And, like, not in, like, a like a horror movie is, like, kind of unbelievable. But, like, the relationships weren't believable, you know. And I think that that kind of ruined a lot of it. Um, I'm sick of horny teenagers, so I'll give it a f- four. Steven. All right. So, before I got to watching this movie, because uh, last week was uh, Slasher Film Week, I was watching this weird slasher called Bloodbeat, which I recommend checking out if you want to watch a slasher film where you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because, yeah, that's literally how I felt the whole time. So I thought going into this, I was going to get a more like normal slasher, and I was actually really excited because I had never seen it, and you guys went to the filming locations. And uh, it was it was a fucking letdown, man. This movie fucking... Ah, dude, there was just so much wrong with it, but it makes sense now because it was not made by, like, a filmmaker. It was made by a law student who was just trying to earn a quick buck, and that's, like... You know, that just fucking backfired on him completely. And the only, like, redeeming factor were how graphic the kills were in the makeup. And if it wasn't for that, I'd probably give this movie, like, a 1. But because of those factors... I'll come in with, like, a 3.8. All right. You know, if you look at this movie from the standpoint, though, that it was, like, it's essentially a a, a student film. Yeah. You know, like, he never did anything. It's actually really good when you consider that. I guess that's true. Like, think of, like, all of the freaking films that you you have watched recently that were made by like college students then most of them are like kind of shitty yeah. and not good like this actually has it's good quality the filming's good the special effects are excellent like the acting's mediocre but that's really like for somebody who made one movie 
it's actually solid if you look at it that way. And you, like, he had to have some level of passion for it if he spent fucking... He probably likes se- All together seven months, like, between th- just filming and post-production. What do you think now? Think about that now. He It was done in seven months. That's not that long. Like, now, we see a fucking trailer for a movie in 2017 and don't come out until 2019. Yeah, yeah that's true. What the hell kind of shit is that? <laughs> They're uh, making good movies. No, I just, <laughs> fuck that. Erica. Don't tease me with a fucking movie. I, I think that, like, it had a lot of good qualities. I'll give it an A for its... Effort? Effort. <laughs> um, I never understood that, because, like... Yeah, it's not how it, you spell it at yeah. all. Yeah. Um... Battle Axe gives it some fucking points because that was metal as shit. See, I, re- I, I deducted points for that. See, so that's where we stand. Fucking on. Battle Axe. How many slashers, how many movies in general have you seen where they had a fucking Battle Axe, Sarah? I like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, exactly. She's I love that movie. It was, I don't, I don't <laughs> like that. I really don't like that it was on the beach <laughs> at all. Um,. Like I said, I think the most intriguing thing about this entire movie for me was that it was filmed here. And I think that that's what um, what really drew me in is because it's like, it's interesting. It's always interesting to see... Are, are people on? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's always interesting yes. to see, um, see when films are done, like, where you live. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you can drive to the location. You can kind of see where it's been filmed. It just makes it interesting. It's fun. It's like a cool story to tell. So I think that that was really, like, the the biggest thing for me. Because, honestly, other than the battle axe, it really had not much else going for it. Um, you can tell a law student made it. <laughs> I'm going to go with a 4.7. Highest one so far. Dylan, I appreciate the is. fuck out of you for throwing in that Vanna reference. <laughs> Um, oh, I was like, yes. <laughs> uh, besides seeing the filming locations and the cool kills, this movie... I know why Bieber's at Napanok, by the way. They're filming a, a movie in Stone Ridge. I'm assuming he's probably affiliated with it. Or Selena Gomez. He follows her around like a fucking stalker. Um, oh, his girlfriend. I'm not dating right now. Oh. Then that is stalker. <laughs> Uh, besides the kills and the filming locations, if this movie bored me, I'm gonna give it a 2.5. <laughs> you gotta give it at least a 3.5 for the fucking battle axe! No. <laughs> Am I the only person that was Yo, cool about battle axe? Dylan went lower than me, and I thought I was gonna have the lowest rating on this. Dude, Dylan, I, I feel like it's a really unfair rating, honestly. Like, no, I'm not gonna fight. Like I'm not gonna fight you on it, but I just like. I'm not gonna fight you on it. I'm not gonna physically get... hurt you once this filming. No, I'm just saying. Like the guy, the guy made it right out of school. Yeah. Never did anything in, in, in. Never did anything in movies. Doesn't know what he's doing. He made a fair movie for what he had. And I think that you're really not considering any of that, and I don't think that's fair. But that's okay. I don't know. I have to like it. You've been on the spectrum of criticism quite. No, I'm just trying to be kind because. What's the background on your phone? So that gives it an average of a 3.8. What's the background (laughs) on your phone, Dylan? It's the girl who played female Ash in the Evil Dead remake. Oh, okay. She has a crush on her. She's such a babe. I was just curious. 
Because I know that you and Sierra like to set weird backgrounds as your as for each other. Like Sierra had Jesus. Do you still have Jesus? I yeah. Uh, I made Sierra's background Jesus. She kept it for like two months. Steven, I'll send you a picture of my Ready? friend's background. It's beautiful. Alright. She's That's so good. hot. All right. So, Ooh. we want to thank you guys for listening. How about that episode. average rating? I said 3.8. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> is it fair? Is it it's fair? alright. It could have been yeah, a I think it's, it's I think right. a four was pretty it's pretty solid. It's four. Um Ball so, break. Ball break. Uh thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcasts. I don't know why you're looking at me. I fuck up our plugs every or time at I Twitter, have to record them. At horror underscore haven. Uh give us a review. Only for a few more days because this is our last episode ever. No, oh, no. <laughs> Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us because we like to hear from you guys. Um, enter our, our search schedule, for new talent. Our schedule. What? <laughs> I said enter our search for new talent. Serious quitting. We don't have a search for new talent. Um, I don't know what the fuck we have coming out next week, so keep an eye on our Instagram and Facebook and you can find out through there. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Later. Good night. Good night.